Hello, beautiful friends and family. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning into Real Life Shh with Chrissy. I just want to let you know that right now, as you are listening, I'm working on a higher self curiosity course that will soon be available to you. I'm super excited to bring you this offering. And that's why I'm taking a little bit of a break to work on that. But don't worry, I've created some special episodes just for you. I've been getting a lot of questions and I'm about to answer them. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy what you hear. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe. Follow this show so you don't miss any new episodes. And please rate and review. I want to hear from you. Also, don't forget to go to my website, ourdivinetribe.com. That's where you will be able to receive the offering of the Higher Self Curiosity course, among many other offerings. All right, friends, until next time. So I've had people ask me, what's it like to air your dirty laundry? And how does that affect you at home with your personal relationships? And aren't you worried about the outcome of airing your dirty laundry? And my response to that, because I've thought about it and I've discussed this with my husband, who I think that question was about. And it's really an opportunity for both him and I to grow together as a couple. And right now, you know, we've been together, we've been married for 10 years, together for 14. We've gone through many many different seasons through our relationship and we're still together. We're still in it doing the work that needs to be done. And what we were doing before in past seasons, frankly, isn't working anymore. And that's why together we're, we're trying to turn this new leaf. Is it uncomfortable? Yes, definitely. So is all growth in relationships. And again, we've had discussions before and after each episode that I record and I do give him, you know, a heads up about what the topic will be and how I might mention some personal stuff between him and I. And is he nervous about it? Yes, he is. But again, thankfully, he does respect our relationship enough to to let me do this in order to have me grow individually and then in return, us grow together in a whole different type of relationship. What that relationship might be, I don't know yet. I know that it's evolving into something different. I'm hopeful that it evolves into something greater than I can even imagine. I know that that's what it's evolved to so far when I compare our relationship to our past when we were younger in the beginning of a relationship, you know, just like most relationships, we were young and dumb and, you know, frolicking through this imaginary field of flowers and rainbows and love and unicorns. But I got to tell you the truth, I ignored, and so did he, we both ignored a lot of, a lot of problems that we had between each other. Because like I've mentioned before, we used alcohol a lot to kind of numb or just blind ourselves or the saying we put on the rose colored glasses. Thankfully, we did commit to each other. We saw something underneath the surface of what we were, um, I guess, 
portraying to each other. And we both consciously, I'd say me consciously and him maybe subconsciously decided to dive in a little deeper with each other. And we began to get to know each other on a soul level. And that's what we're entailing now. And yes, it can be difficult and even awkward sometimes, especially when he's out and about and people do ask him, hey, is everything okay at home? And, you know, he has a tendency still to put on a smile and be like, yeah, you know, it's fine. She's doing her thing and and I'm here to support her, which he is. He's a wonderful provider and supporter in that aspect. He really is. And I think we both agree that while I may be maybe on a faster train to our destination, he's, he's right along there with me. He's parallel, but maybe, you know, he's going at his own pace, which I respect and I honor and I, I, I really try my best to give him that space when he needs it. And I'm, and a lesson that I'm learning still, it's been a life lesson actually, is patience. And I am really trying to be patient with myself and my growth and him individually and us on our path, on our parallel paths to our destination. And again, I don't know what that destination is just yet. I do believe it will be something great and beyond what I can imagine to be great. I really have faith in that. And I actually thank all of you who are concerned about our well-being. But I also ask that you trust that we are capable of handling this. And we're trying to maybe start the conversation, not only between us, but for everyone for everyone to know that everyone has relationship problems. And yes, maybe it's easier or we think it's easier to keep it behind closed doors and not air our dirty laundry. But frankly, again, it just wasn't working that way for us. So we're trying something different. For example, in one recent podcast, the topic, when we avoid hard conversations, that really did bring a hard conversation between my husband and I. And he even has told me, because we do Friday night check-ins. <laughs> when the going gets tough, that's usually when he kind of is resistant. And I get that totally again. It's, it's his process and it's an old habit. And I, my old habit and my process is let's dive in. However, what we're learning from each other is, you know, it's a yin and yang type of situation. You got to give some and receive some. And that's exactly what we're doing. But during one of these Friday night check-ins, he said, I don't even know if I look forward to these. I get, I get really nervous sometimes. And then what's funny is that we remembered that it's only the ones, the check-ins that we have an uncomfortable scenario to bring up with each other that we don't really look forward to it. We get a little nervous. But 90% of the check-ins are actually great. And we walk away feeling more connected with each other 
and ready for like a date night. We, it's just lovely. We really appreciate it and we know that it's actually working. But on the days that we, we bring up like an issue, then yeah, it gets a little sticky and still, still after the stickiness, and we start to understand each other. We give space for each other. We listen to each other. And this is a really important thing. We reminded each other, okay, sometimes right now in this conversation, I just need you to listen. I don't need any feedback. I don't want you to fix it. That's really important to communicate for us anyways to each other before we dive in. And then other times we say, okay, this is a this is a conversation. We can talk with each other and work with each other and see where this goes. So after we get through all the stickiness, even then we still walk away feeling better, feeling connected and acceptance from each other, which is really beautiful. My suggestion to any couple who are even just like thinking about starting to have more open conversations with each other and talking about the uncomfortable situations or having uncomfortable conversations is to first center yourself before you go into that conversation. Do a ritual of either, you know, if you pray to God, do that. If you connect with nature, go outside, take some deep breaths, center yourself, meditate, whatever it is that brings you to your center do that first and then go in and first tell your loved one, I love you and make sure that you believe this first and also say, I love you unconditionally because that is very important. And that is something that I had to learn and realize that I wasn't loving my partner unconditionally. I was actually loving him only conditionally. And that was a big turning point in our relationship was first admitting my fault and where I could grow. And since I did that, it really has kind of thrown us into a whole realm of our relationship where we are connecting deeper. And so it is. 